0: Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host this evening. But uh, yes, not only host, but also the guest and all the expert opinions like myself, because yes, I'm on my own um, this evening for the Driving More Show. We will be covering off on some news around uh, the Australian government funding for Fiji and rugby. Uh, and then um, we'll have a chat about um, international rugby. We might touch on the Oceania 7s as well as various players heading Overseas that have announced it recently, uh, and we might even have, might even talk about uh, club rugby um, as well. So, uh, those are the um, topics that uh, we'll be covering off on this evening. Don't forget, you can join us live on Facebook, YouTube, uh, and Twitter at 8 p.m. every Tuesday. Uh, Good evening, Simon, there in the live chat, Um, and also you can listen to us as a podcast as well. Also, if you would like to support, um, the uh, uh, New Zealand Sport Radio, um, then you can do um, by becoming a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash nz sport radio um, on uh, that one. Um, so, uh, yes, let's, um, well, I won't quite get into it because you know what? I have got a late arrival um, coming in uh, from his car, um, the, the homeless man himself. Um, it is Stephen Harris, you think so.
2: Yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. I couldn't leave you hanging out to dry this evening, mate. So uh, even though I am running a bit late, I thought I'd give you, I'd uh, check in with you. <clears throat> but it's always, always a privilege and a pleasure to be on the show, Paul.
0: Thank you, Hope you Hopefully you've got your engine running and uh, your heater on because it's a, uh, it's a nippy <laughs> night tonight for you to be uh, sat in your car. Um, I must say, I've got my fire burning away nicely in the kitchen there uh, with the uh, fan going to, to spread the heat around um, the, uh, what do you call it? uh the house so great um i'm on the lemon waters or better known as gin and tonic um and you're obviously driving sir, so you have got to behave yourself um have been uh been down the gym again pardon paul i just missed you there oh sorry you've been at the gym again yes, I How you're in the
2: car? Just, just, just trying to get it work in whenever i can at the minute so all all, all good
0: very good um and uh so at the weekend, obviously we had uh, the Maori All Blacks versus the um, versus Samoa, where had Samoa versus the Maori All Blacks. Um, we also had um, the uh, British and Irish Lions versus Japan, the Top Fourteen Final, uh, the Gallagher Premiership Final. What was your r- rugby weekend like? Oh,
2: <clears throat> the pool I probably. Didn't take in as much as rugby as I, I normally do. Obviously, watch normally. I normally get out to watch a bit of club club footy, but just been having some very big weeks in uh, recent times. But still following a lot of the club competition. Hopefully, if we've got a bit of time, we'll we'll touch on a little bit of the club rugby results from uh, around the Blues region. But uh, yeah, now sit back and uh, uh, my rugby viewing pretty much started actually on Saturday morning when I I took in uh, the uh, final between uh, Toulon and uh, La Rochelle. So. Uh, listen, fantastic result for, for uh, sorry Toulouse, not Toulon, uh, Toulouse. Of course, um, <clears throat> Jerome Kaino, the legend himself, picking up uh, another title by taking out the uh, the uh, top top fourteen and in, in French rugby, and uh, of course the multi game uh, Saturday night. Had a little bit of a, a look at the uh, British Lions and their warm up game against uh, Japan, and uh, tried to hang in and watch a bit of Major League Rugby on uh, uh, Sunday afternoon. But around uh, about Sunday lunchtime, I, I, I forget the game was on. I think Utah Utah were playing, but they uh, <clears throat> took out the took out the victory. Just escapes me who they were playing at the time. I, couldn't exactly say the, the standard was the highest, but I think probably the big uh, controversy that came out of that particular game is uh, um, one of the home players in terms of the way they spoke uh, to the referee. Listen, at the end of the day, the referees are the sole judge of uh, of uh, time and what goes on the field. And uh, whether we agree with them or not, it pays to tr- at least treat them with a bit of respect.
0: No, absolutely. And, um, the, uh, and, and, and hats off to the captain who told the referee... Um, to send the player off, uh, the referee said, look, if you talk to me like that again, I'll be sending him off. And the referee, the captain was like, no, no, send him off now. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have a word with him. <laughs> if you, so, uh, yeah, so hat tip to the captain there. Yes, we cannot be treating referees like that. Um, we have a shortage of referees uh, and we need them to play the game, folks. So let's look after them as best we can. Um, yep. So to lose double, double champions this year, beating La Rochelle in both the, uh, Europe, uh, the Heineken Champions Cup and also the uh, top 14. So two type so double double winners there. So congratulations to them. Aaron makes the comment that the only team Jerome didn't win the title with is the Blues. Um, so sad. Um, I'm not sure about that. I mean, which um, what what what? Uh, who did Jerome play for in the NPC? Did he? Would he have picked up a uh, a a minus seven Cup or an Air New Zealand or or whatever it's called back then title? Yeah, for for, for, for some reason, <clears throat> for some reason, Paul. I'm just wondering if he was in that uh,
2: 2003 Blues. Team, but maybe that was a little bit early, if I, if I recall. I think probably um, the likes of um, Xavier Rush played number eight, and I can recall Justin Collins being in that side playing in the number <clears throat> number number six jersey. So uh, maybe that was just before his time, but I stand to be corrected. That was yeah,
0: so he, be- started, he started, started with the Blues in twenty four in two thousand and four, so he just missed out on that one.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a year before, year before, just a year after, didn't he? So uh, he he probably collected the years that they were on the on the slide, so to speak. That's a credit to him for making the All Blacks from a blue side that didn't always perform.
0: And to be fair, and to be look, to be fair to the Blues, uh, I don't. I'm not sure if he would have picked up a a, um, a top league title with with um, Toyota Blitz, um or not uh, in uh, on, on that side of things either. But yeah, he's look clearly. Um, fantastic time with uh, with um, with Toulon recently. Sorry, with Toulouse recently. Gee, I'm, I'm catching your your your, uh, your 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 thing here. Um, with um, Charlie Fuamaina, also uh, a member of that squad, um, as well. So, uh, so good to see them uh, doing yeah. well over in Europe. Yeah, there were there, there are a few
2: boys that <clears throat> played in Auckland, of course. Let's not forget um, Jata Corey. As well, and if you can remember him giving the, the salute to the uh, French president uh, when they were being introduced at the at the top of the game, I thought that was quite uh, quite hilarious. Um, but of course, uh, Joe Takori was uh, one of those players originally. Uh, looked like he'd go on and, and and play for Auckland and New Zealand, but from what I understand, actually turned down an opportunity to play for for Auckland and the Blues to chase his dream of playing for some more. So uh, very refreshing.
0: Um, and um, also, I mean that, that salute thing is something that the, the French team have done uh, as part of their try uh, celebrations. But also, I'm, I'm assuming with COVID that shaking hands with the president isn't allowed. So that was probably why, uh, probably why they had that uh, uh, the, the, the the salute uh, instead. So, so uh, yeah, wonderful um, for him then. Um, uh, previously it cast before moving on to uh, to, to lose. Um, and as you say. Uh, 37 caps with um with Samoa. So yeah, good uh, good to see that as well. Um the um the uh, uh, uh Macron checks a, a load of hands during the game. So maybe it wasn't um, shook close of hands during the game, so maybe it wasn't uh, maybe it wasn't a handshake thing, but uh, there we go. Um it's uh, on, on on that one. Um the so yes, yeah, so that's uh kind of i obviously watched the um uh the uh, blacks game and then also watched the entirety of the lions versus japan but that was my the sum total of my rugby from the weekend um on uh, on that one um and uh, let's yeah let's let's kick off with the the lions versus japan then um look, went out to 28-0 lead um japan scored a couple of tries oh, sorry trying a penalty to bring it back to 28-10 but really i think a lot of the um, the well, I think the stories from the Japan side were uh looking listening to Richard Freeman's uh Twitter feed, he was mentioning that perhaps Japan uh, picked more on uh reputation um than on uh current form. And look, that is the first time that they have played rugby uh since the Rugby World Cup. So um it, yeah, not surprising really that perhaps a bit of a disjointed uh effort, particularly on defense by for for, for Japan in that in that game. Yeah, um, I'd have to
2: agree, Paul. I think it, it it took them a long time to to find their mojo, and it was probably about sixty odd minutes before uh, some of the moves that they they basically uh, put together were, were just starting. we just starting to click, and uh, especially the, the, those moves, they just seem to get on the outside of the lines <clears throat> at times. And of course, the exciting uh, uh, winger that they've got, who just escapes me, his uh, his name was just. He was absolutely fantastic. Every time he got uh, his um, the ball in his hands, he, he either got over the advantage line, but just a wonderful ability to uh, to uh, beat beat players. You know, in, even even when he has to go looking uh, or, or or finding space. But uh, yeah, there was there were some nice nice moves that had uh, uh, Tony Brown stamped all over them.
0: Yeah, and look at the. Um... And um it was either uh, you're either to work for Theta or Matashima um in there for the wingers. But um uh Himeno did not start Nocturnal Rights, um hi there in the live chat. Uh but so look, I think there's also an element here of he look he he was only a couple of weekends or even a weekend before playing in the super Rugby Trans Tasman final. So um look uh, he's um he's hardly been with the squad, so unsurprising that he's coming off the bench rather than starting and not being yeah, not part of He's not been part of the build up. Um, so you kind of expect that side of things to happen um, on, on it. We'll come back to the lines in a moment because um, uh, Simon Hughes has already jumped on to the next topic that I was going to sort of lead this into. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a kind of a natural flow here about about Japan and joining the rugby championship, um, which has uh, uh, come up in um, in the news uh, from um uh, with the from an interview with the Australian um, uh, Chief Executive uh, Andy uh, Marinos who uh, mentioned um, that uh, there is a plan for the um, for New Zealand and Australia uh, in particular also the uh, South Africa to a certain degree to try and play Japan more frequently over the next two years uh, and to use that as a guide as to how uh, their performance is going. And whether they are of a standard to join into um, the rugby championship. Also, as he says, that you've got to track and look at the commercial side of things. Uh, one of the problems with Japanese rugby is that the uh, Japanese rugby union um, has, uh, tend to be, oh, I think, I'm not sure if it still is, but uh, until recently at the very least, if, if not still, run by um, amateurs rather than professional people. Um, and if you're not a full-time professional running, trying to run an organization of that size, trying to be commercially successful, uh, and therefore not be a drain um, on the rugby championship. Uh, look, Japan's got all the pieces there. Absolutely. It's got the audience. It's got the players. It's got the co- right coaching staff. The problem, the problem has been their administration in trying to tie those together <laughs> in the past, mm. as we saw with the Sunwolves. Um, so, uh, look, the, um, uh, it's good to see that, 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 uh, that Australia and New Zealand uh, and hopefully South Africa as well will be playing them more often. Um, and that they have got a ty- they have got a pathway to bring Japan into the Rugby Championship. I, I agree. Any, anything that can can strengthen their game has got to be a good thing.
2: I mean to so say that they have definitely got the makings of a very very good very good side, and maybe it's also a case also for JB Joseph to to really start pick, picking on form. Um, you know that I, I read an article about him. Um, Kazuki Himeno with the season that he had at Super Rugby and what he took out of it. You know, if you could every year or two get a uh, a Japanese player rugby, maybe playing playing in Super Rugby and just giving them the ability to, to take their game to an, another level, it, it's got to be a good thing. And if they are playing New Zealand and Australia on a on a consistent basis, it's got to be good for them as, well, dare I, dare I say it, we'll probably – also, get the question asked about Pacific Island. What about Pacific Island of rugby as well? But you and I both know Paul. It, it comes down to the old uh, Doleros at, at well, the end of the day.
0: I, I, I don't worry. That's that's another. You, you again. You 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 you're jumping ahead. I've got that uh, as as a topic to 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 to, to, to cover <laughs> up on as well. Um, <laughs> the, um, but um, uh, look, uh, I, um, Japan now go on to play Ireland this coming weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how they've built and grown um upon the um uh what, what, what do you call it upon the um upon the game with with the lions uh now they had more time together um bringing players like hemino uh, back into it so uh, it'll be interesting for japan up against ireland ireland obviously will be missing their british and irish Lions players who have flown down to South africa and will come back to british and irish Lions um in a second um but um yeah it will be interesting to see how um uh, how they go go there next weekend um, as well. Um, on the Pacific Islander, one of the things that, that Marinos said was um, Japan or any expansion opportunity would be something we'd look at post the World Cup. So it's look, it's twenty 2020, twenty, it's twenty twenty four, which unlike previous expansions where they've been kind of done at the last minute or, or contractions have done at the last minute, it's good to see they're thinking and planning a number of years out and Actually, building towards it rather than it being a, a last minute thing, so that's got to be a good sign. Uh, that, that, that they actually are, they are thinking longer term, even if they don't know what the structure of the super rugby is next year. Um, at least they are thinking longer term in the rugby championship. Um, but the other thing, but and by the way, when he says um Japan or any or any expansion, obviously opens it up to uh Pacific Islands, like you say, uh, Stephen. Um, and um one of the things that's um that has been announced by uh the uh, New Zealand sorry by, by the Australian government is that they're putting funding forward to support um fiji's entry into super rugby and super Rugby W wow uh, which is um which is fantastic news so uh great news there that say uh, that uh, the the Australian government is getting behind that now if they're getting behind Fiji from that point of view um you can uh, Imagine that them and World Rugby would be encouraging um, the uh, Sanzar to to think about Fiji from a rugby championship point of view as well. Now, there's different thinking of it and actually it happening. Um, but um, look, Fiji are playing New Zealand twice uh, in the next month, um, so it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how competitive they are, uh, even if they are missing a couple of players due to European commitments. Um, on that one, so um, but that but uh, great news that uh, uh, whilst we've we've had question marks around the Fiji Drua uh, and Moana Pacifica about their financing, um, it looks like at least on the Drua side that it's coming together. Yeah,
2: and it, it, it's great to see. And we know we know the amount of talent um, Fiji has. There, there is just such a sprinkling of of Fijian players, even throughout right here in in, in New Zealand, who. Um, Played to a to a decent level, played to a decent level, and whether it's been in in Mitre 10 Cup or or, or or Super Rugby, and once again, same in Australia, you, there's a lot of good Fijian players players around, and uh, not not to mention that other pathway that they've got is uh, through their sevens program as well. There's a few players that have come out of sevens and gone into fifteens. Got to be a good thing.
0: Yep, yeah, no, absolutely, and. Um... Look, Simon says it's the Australian government trying to buy uh, Fijian uh, sort of international influence because uh, China's going to build a port there. Well, hey, um, maybe um, maybe that is what it is. But hey, if if that's what it takes to 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 grow rugby in the um, uh, in 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 Fiji, uh, Fijian rugby globally, then so be it. Um, the beggars can't be choosers, I'm afraid in this one. <laughs> if if there's money going to be available, if that's what it's for, that's what it's for. Um, But uh, yeah, so so great news there. uh, And and whilst uh, I I think initially um, Rugby Australia uh, was uh, kind of reticent about the way that Super Rugby is expanding uh, with the Fiji Drua and with um, Moana Pacifica because it was purely driven by New Zealand rugby and Rugby Australia were left out of those discussions. It does look like, uh, all all the comments we're talking about now is like, if we have a a Super Rugby AU and a Super Rugby... um, Altura again next year, then uh, they're talking about uh Fiji Drua uh, being based in Australia and being part of um the uh, Super Super OBAU. So you've got to say from that point of view that um uh look it it's heading in the right direction, isn't it? They're seeing um on uh, on, on on those sort of things,
2: yeah. These the, these teams, whether it's Mana Pacifica or, or Fiji Drua, are going to need a lot of support, not not just. Not just financially, but I, I think it, they're also going to need some help in terms of, of, you know, players who want to play for these particular franchises, um, Young younger players who need to be, you know, just supported and pushed in the right direction.
0: Absolutely. Now, as we're talking about um, the uh, British and Irish Lions uh, and also the... Um, uh, the uh, and and, and uh, with, with that game with Japan and also Supero Bialtara. Super, super, I'd just like to point out, I take a lot of flack on this show around my pronunciations. And um, I agree, they're not as good as they could be or should be um, entirely. But I just like to point out how much better I am than professional commentators who try to say Aotearoa. Because this is what you heard if you were listening to the uh, British and Irish Lions versus Japan. That was the outer, If you've uh, you, if you caught that last bit, give um, uh, you one more time so you can just understand how wonderful I have uh, integrated with the Pacifica uh, uh, language. See, uh, so uh, look, I, 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 when I say wonderfully, I am joking. I understand I've got a lot of work to do on that side of things, uh, but it is very difficult <laughs> for some of us uh, around those the, the sounds. And uh, yeah. He didn't do a very good job, did he, in the uh, <laughs> um, on the Lions podcast? Well, that's that's
2: pretty much the difference, uh, Paul. He gets he gets paid uh, a decent, uh, a really decent salary to to, to basically practice this, this name. And it's uh, you, listen, you're only a, a, a phone call away from somebody who can help you out with the uh, uh, correct pronunciation. I know, without sort of throwing glasses and uh, what well, stones and glass gla- glass houses, I you know you always make your best effort to find out the pronunciation of a of a particular player or or, or a coach, it's very much a uh, uh, respect thing. Sometimes maybe the people you don't go to are the managers of team, they, they just give you nicknames and no, that doesn't really help and we always uh, take into account and very respectfully as we do here on uh, New Zealand Sport Radio um, of the uh, pronunciation of uh, any, any
0: name in general, Paul. The um, and uh, one of the um, and, and I, I look forward to going up to the Northlands um, um club final day and having to have a go at some of the names up there because but I, I'll have you by my side to look after me on that one. Uh, and let's be honest, um, we we, we have had to uh, uh, explain to or I have I've had to get my mum to send in pronunciations for you on how to deal with h- how to say Huddersfield. Um, for Uders, example, what is what is Huddersfield? <laughs> oh no! Nice. So, yeah. um, sorry, anyway. look <laughs>
1: um,
0: but going back to the Lions side of that Lions of Japan game. Um, look for the Lions. This obviously uh, one one of the better performances um, by the Lions in a pre or, or or an opening tour game. If you think back to how they performed um, against the uh, Presidents or the sorry the Provincial Fifteen Provincial Barbarians, Bar- yeah, Provincial Barbarians um, four years ago um where they uh uh the, yeah they didn't put up in a great it didn't put up put together a great performance um to go uh out 28 nil up um uh, to show some good combinations um i think was uh this this was a good performance by the lions uh on their first hit out
2: Yeah, very good in terms of uh what i did enjoy about their perf- performance uh uh paul i know i think they were down to 14 men not not because anybody got uh sent off or anything i think just with injuries, so that might have just been a, a little bit of a, a ploy by the coaching staff also just to see how they they handle that sort of uh pressure and, and you've got to say to only really concede uh, concede one try when uh japan pretty much had the lion's share of the position and field position during that time you know they're, they're given they're to be given a lot of credit not not only that um losing your, your skipper really early in the piece as well, and as you know, as it as it panned out, it was a uh, tour-ending-ending ending injury as, as well. So you you know you've you've just got to find your mojo again when um, things like that happen.
0: Now, look, with um, with Alwyn Jones, I think the I, I think the Lions coped uh, relatively well with his uh, when 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 he was replaced um, with the the uh, extra lock No, it couldn't be the extra-lock. extra-lock was playing different different game when Courtney Laws came on and replaced him. Um, I, I thought that the league did fine, quite well. The, the problem they really had, for my mind, and why I think they stopped scoring, uh, was when they lost Justin Tipperick, who was the only seven in the match day 23. Uh, they lost him initially, what was called a stinger, um, but unfortunately, get another uh, tour-ending injury for him. Uh, and when you've got Tulipe uh, Fadel on uh, one uh, as a six, look, he's an eight. He's definitely uh, sorry. As a, uh, uh, sorry, in the seventh in the seventh position, he's an eight. You've got. Um, uh, yes. Co- Sorry, Ty Byrne, who is a, who's naturally a lock on the uh, in the number six jersey, uh, and in the eighth position you had an eight. Um, I've gone blank to his name. Uh, I want to say Connor, but it's not Connor. It's something like that. Um, the uh, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up just to just to make, make sure I've got it. Um, but um, uh, Conan, thank you. Was the uh, was, was the so you've basically got two eights and a and a lock as your back row forwards, uh, and yeah, they lost a lot of impetus when that happened um so i think that that was a um a bit of a problem for the lions uh but hey they came through uh anyway uh as you say um a uh, tour ending tour ending um news for alwyn jones unfortunately uh who has been replaced by um beer from uh, from wales um and also a tour ending injury for justin Tipperick, who's been replaced by dd from wales now to me that was a bit of a surprise uh, Navidi coming in because Navidi hadn't been selected initially due to his shoulder injury and they reckon he wouldn't be back in time for it so uh, a bit of a surprise to see him in there um, Beard, a number of people are surprised by he's there because they didn't go for um, Ryan from Ireland who actually is also injured um, and they didn't go for uh, Gray from Scotland but uh, as Wayne Gatlin said you, uh, Wayne Gatlin, um as Gatlin said um, you can't uh, you, you, you can't coach um, six foot eight um, and uh, with Ty Byrne being picked at six, I think we can see the way he's going. He wants two big lumps in the second row and he's going to be playing a lock at six um, to to combat the size of the African pack. So, uh, yeah, not surprised by the way that, uh, by the name that he's selected um, from that point of view for the, for the lock replacement. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to look at it. We're going to see a big... Uh, Lions pack take on what is going to be a big South African pack, obviously. Oh, very
2: much so. When you when you think you've got somebody like Steph to toy, who can also uh, slip into the the locking position. Don't forget, he was the uh, uh, player of the year back in 2019. Seems like such a long long time ago so yeah will um, will play and, of the year oh yeah, yeah, exactly. will will play will player of the year and and he also um took time out as well so it'll be interesting to see what sort of uh form that he comes back in uh you you kind of look at the fact that they've uh they've recalled the two stains francois stain and Mornay stain pretty much pretty much tells you th- th- they're going to have to they're going to arm wrestle this if they have to. It's as simple as that. Um, think back to their performance against uh, England in the final of RwC, systematically broke them down, uh, battered them up front, then got the high-kick game working and um, created a bit of sc- scoreboard pressure. So, yeah, n- there's no great secret to how South Africa are going to play.
0: Now, absolutely. So, um... So not, not not surprised there by, by the by, by the replay. Well, I'm surprised by Josh Navidi purely on the injury side of his point of view, not from the playing point of view. Um I, I didn't think he was gonna be ready. Uh so that's but um not not, not surprised by Beers call-up at all. Um uh, there was a bit of a surprise in the captaincy, though. So the captaincy has gone to Conor Murray, uh, who is the uh, the island scrum half. Now uh if you think about uh, the uh, the sort of captaincies we've had: Alwyn Jones um, with um, the, um, oh, I've gone blank to the Welsh captain who was the um, the flanker, um, and before that, Sim, uh, Johnson, Sam Walton, I think it. Um, um, uh, Martin Johnson. So look, it's always been big forwards, not just forwards but big forwards um, as well. So um, it's going to be interesting. So so yeah so it's a bit of surprise there. We've got a, a scrum half, but I guess. Um, two things about Conor Murray's selection. One is he is uh, an automatic uh, selection into the match day 15, um, which uh, very few other players are. Um, Toji was someone that uh, a lot of people thought would be the captain and um, would, would be the replacement for Alwyn Jones. And yes, I can see that one. Um, I think the reason that he might have been left out is that uh, the the um, the Southampton boys only joined the squad last week. So they've missed the first couple of weeks or week or yeah, about, yeah, I think a couple of the first couple of weeks of build up, whereas Connor Murray has been there since the start. Um, and so I think there is a certain element um, of, um, uh, of of choosing someone who's been in the squad, been in the environment, been around the coaches from the very beginning, knows exactly where or, well, not, has the best chance or has been in, involved the most in the way the Lions are planning to play. And the culture they want to build, and I think that's why he's gone for Colin Murray over Maro toji uh, in my view. Um, but um, yeah, interesting one. Yeah, it's a real it's a real shame that Wynne
2: Jones has been injured because those two, Toji and Wyn Jones, as a combination, I actually think that would have been a really good combination that could have carried the Lions through through most of the the Test series, at least uh, a And I and I think they would have just complemented each other really well. Um, i told you he gets through so much work and 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 when jones with his uh, with his leadership skills does the leader thing the, the little things really well and of course great lineout option
0: yeah i mean, um and uh, sorry I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pedantic with you here now um but it's alwyn jones rather than, yeah. um so yeah so alwyn is his first name and jones is his, is, his, is his surname um and uh Wyn jones is actually the prop about uh, some um, so yeah, easy to get the two of them mixed up um, from that point of view. But sorry, so, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's it's sad we've lost Alwyn out of this. Um, uh, out of this, as you say, uh, he, he was in the, in the number five jersey, so he was the what be, I guess what's uh, now talked about as the the tight headlock. So he's sort of the more grunty of the two, which allows uh, Marrow to be the number four in the foot number four jersey. Uh, quite often when you've seen um, Courtney Laws uh, and um, Maro on the pitch. Maro might might wear the number four jersey, but he quite often um, goes into the number six position or the blind side flanker when it comes to scrum times. He's not got quite the same uh, necessarily bulk um, that uh, perhaps some of the other locks have, but he has got the engine uh, and the and the physic and the um, the athleticism, uh, which is fantastic to see. So uh, yeah, uh, you do you do need. It's going to be interesting to see who will be that tight head lock. Who's going to be that bulky guy that. Um, uh, that the Lions will go with because uh, they're going to need yeah some weight definitely in that tie head position behind that tie head and the hooker. Uh, Paul, um, Paul
2: just a, Paul just a question for you. Um, Believe Vonipolo, did he make this team?
0: No, he's not in the squad. Wow. Um, and the I, I think what if you look at. Um, the way that he's gone about this way, Billy in a one, a what a uh, there, there are certain players who, who you're just throwing into a game, you know, they're gonna be ready. Um, and uh, we've seen that from players like going, Sam Kane came back from injury. Uh, for example, um, he was, he was back up to match speed straight away. Billy Villapola is not one of those players. He's someone who needs game time to get himself, uh, to, to get himself back up to sort of match fitness and playing well. Um, he wasn't great during the Six Nations. Uh, he's been playing at Championship level, not at Premiership level, uh, and I think those things mean that you don't you don't pick him on a tour like this. They haven't got time to get him fit uh, and get him up to max speed. Uh, so yeah, he's a guy who's not playing enough rugby at the moment to be at his best. I um, say so that some players need games, and he's one of those, and that's why I'm not, that's uh, that's why he's not involved. Also, um, if you look at uh, the uh, the, the, the style of, of eights he's picked. Um, when you think of Tulip Falautau, I mean Conan in this game, but also um, Sam Skinner, the uh, excellent break can't make the England team. Uh, he has picked much more mobile uh, eights. So if you're going to play a lock at six, you're going to need an eight who can get around and help the seven because he's going to. He's not going to get much help from the six. <laughs>
2: I, I, I actually thought back in 2017. I, I listen. I wasn't impressed with the depth um, that, that that they had. Uh, the British Lions. If you think back to that second test where Falefa played very, very well in that second test win down in in, in Wellington, and to think they had somebody like uh, uh, Stander, who uh, who couldn't make the team. Um, I think from memory, I think maybe was it Sean O'Brien, was their open side flanker, the Irishman. Yep. If if i if I recall so it just shows you the you know the the, the quality that they actually had um in, in that particular squad at loose forward. Whether whether they have the same strength, gee, I'm, I'm not I'm not so sure. Tiprick is is a big loss. Uh Paul, he's such an intelligent footballer and he's probably probably got a little bit more size compared to Navidi. Uh
0: yeah, I mean Josh is someone that was considered a, a good club player, but couldn't but but couldn't take the next step. But uh, has done so and has done very well. Uh, he's also a guy who can play uh, six, seven, eight. Um, so he might be the he might be a fantastic uh, number twenty, rather than actually uh, sorry a starter. So the perfect guy for the bench, um, or if you've um, and and if especially if you if, or, or if you're doing a six-two split, uh, maybe also. Good for the bench from that point of view as well so we'll see um uh, on, uh, on, on on that 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 point of view um the um, nocturnal rights mentions Hamish Watson at seven absolutely unfortunately he, he suffered a concussion from a training ground injury uh during the week so we'll have to see how well he comes back but he's still in the squad so yeah absolutely I'm looking forward to seeing Hamish Watson um, at seven uh in because uh, he's really impressed me when playing for Scotland imagine what he's like around a, and don't take this the wrong way, but uh, in, in a, around a higher quality pack, where he's not having to work, do the work for other players. Um, and that applies to all these players to a certain degree. Uh, the, the national teams are obviously going to be a, a level below um, uh, the, the Lions when it comes to names on paper. Paul, if you'd mentioned the Lions to me back in, in 2019
2: or around about the time of the Rugby World Cup, I would have sworn to you back then that, uh, the majority of this side would have would have pretty much come from the English English team at, at the time. So yeah, t- two years is a, a, a very, very long time in 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 sport. And uh you, you kind of wonder if if Saracen's demise over the last couple of seasons has has played maybe a a, a big part in terms of a lot of these uh players that we've we've mentioned, Vunipola before, you know, maybe just falling off the radar.
0: Yeah, well, we've got a lot of other stuff to get through. I'm just looking at the time that 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 we spent a lot of time talking about this um, because, hey, we love talking about this. Um, The the first um, game in South Africa uh, is uh, at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning, uh, New Zealand time, uh, with the Lions versus the British and Irish Lions in that one. So good luck to the uh, commentator in that one. Um, I will be getting up for that game at 4 a.m. We'll do, we'll do a post-match reaction at 6am. Um, I'll probably be on my own. I don't know if I'll have anyone joining me at that time in the morning, but we'll see. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so I will be up uh, watching that one. We'll do post-match reaction here on New Zealand sports radio. Uh, you can check that out on Facebook, YouTube or Twitter um, for that post-match reaction to join us for that one. Um, other stuff that's happening this weekend um, is that the Marry All Blacks will be taking on Samoa again. Um, and, um, I've just heard back from Dwayne Poliativo uh, during the show um, that uh, he's going to try and make some time for me uh, to do a, to have an interview with him about his return to Samoan International Rugby. So look out for that uh, when that comes out. Um, but they'll be playing, obviously, Samoa versus Maori All Blacks in their second build-up for, the, for Samoa ahead of their clash against Tonga uh, for the uh, Rugby World Cup qualifier. And also we'll have the All Blacks versus uh, Tonga as well. That game kicks off at five past seven on uh, Saturday evening. Again, at 9pm, straight after that game, or around about 9pm, straight after that game, we'll give, bring you post-match reaction to that one um, as well. I'm not telling the yet. Stephen will we still be up from uh, Saturday night. I'm not sure Stephen's uh, uh, night, Saturday night party goes through to 4am anymore. I, back in the day, maybe, <laughs> but, not, uh, but not nowadays. Um, so... Um, Looking ahead of that for New Zealand versus Tonga, look, I mean, you saw or you watched some of the Tonga um, and you made some a comment on Twitter that we've that one, one of the problems we've got at the moment because of COVID and travel restrictions and the 14-day quarantine is that we are seeing in the Samoa squad, in the Tonga squad, uh, and also to a certain degree in the Fiji squad, even though they're not, they're not playing this weekend, they're playing, they've got another week to so get through quarantine, is um, a number of international players aren't available. If you've been playing in... The top fourteen final, you just can't get here in time for or, or the or the Gallagher Premiership final, or whatever, or, or even the playoffs. In some cases, you can't get here in time for this. And so there are a number of players, perhaps in these squads, um, that uh, wouldn't normally be selected. Yeah, I, I go along with that. And listen, uh, my tweet, and and I, I mean this very
2: respectfully, as well. My my, my point was was and, and first of all, full credit to both. Samoa and, and Tonga for accepting accepting these games but sometimes you do wonder if some decisions are being made in the best interest of those particular island nations Paul and um, I did see uh, the uh, Tongan team and and there was an interview and it, it mentioned that a lot of the boys were coming out of club rugby and, and in fact the, uh, the skipper um, Sonatani uh, Takalua had, had pretty much just come out of a 14-day uh, um, isolation, um, obviously arriving in the country and, and, and straight to straight to training. So, in effect, they probably are on a hiding to nothing. And, and let's not forget it was pre-Rugby World Cup. I think they might have uh, played the All Blacks and, and got beaten quite heavily down in... in no, sorry, beg your pardon, it was Hamilton. At Hamilton, um, Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just really fear for them this weekend. Listen, I, I, I hope they they give it their best, and I would imagine for those uh, for a lot of those Tongan players to play the All Blacks is the is the big big thing. But you know, you kind of want them to have half a chance. And I suggested maybe Tonga should be playing uh, uh, Samoa because they've, I, from what I believe, they've got some rugby world cup qualifiers or build up games? oh yes but, it, but the,
0: the the rugby world cup qualifier is between tonga and samoa that's the problem um oh, so right. <laughs> right i should have, um, i should have done my i should have done my
2: research before i made the comment <laughs>
0: that's okay uh, yeah so the result between new zealand and uh, tonga pre rugby world cup was 92 seven so um the uh, so yeah so look we, we it's let's hope we don't see that kind of scoreline to be honest um, something around the sort of 50 mark um, would be uh, would, would be kind of nice and we definitely want to see and get off the mark we don't want it to be zero um, so the um, uh, the and Aaron's putting it here. here yeah, I don't think the All Blacks have anything to gain from playing this game uh, look the other option is, at the end of the day uh, either the All Blacks played Pacific Island teams in uh, or they played nobody and had no games at all um, one of the um, uh, points on um, uh, on Twitter has been why the British and Irish Lions going actually one of the points we should have covered off on is is COVID, why the British and Irish Lions actually continuing their tour to South Africa when South Africa have escalating COVID numbers, uh, we've had three players in the South Africa camp test positive for COVID, um, and so I well say look surely it's time for this to be called off. Everything seems to be everything seems to be decided at the moment by by money uh, and tradition, and you know guys, money. Is one of the um, of the big things, um, and um, at the moment, uh, you've got to say that yeah, m- money is driving a lot of decisions. As Optanel Wright says, Samoa turned down the all, Black- and all Blacks test because they didn't want an eighteen 0 scoreline. Um, Tonga have accepted, uh, and look at the end of the day, if you only get to, if you only get offered a game once every four years, it's hard to say no. In all honesty, and we, we keep saying they should get more Tier One tests. Uh, well yeah when you get a two on test you kind of take it because when you, whens when's your next opportunity uh, yeah, even yeah. if you can't necessarily put together your best um, your best team yeah yeah and they're, and they'll probably and they'll probably um, I suppose for the all
2: blacks they are in a no-win situation if they if they basically had turned down that game they'd probably be taking a few broadside shots of why that why they didn't play that uh, uh, particular game so yeah um, Something else I just thought of when you when you mentioned the South African tour. Hey, we've still got an Olympic Games still going no. ahead your head as as well, Paul. Um, and you can't tell me that's about the sport either.
0: No, I mean uh, again another topic I was going to get onto later. Um, but <laughs> the um, yeah, no, let, let's jump to that one quickly. Really look, sevens clearly has a problem because um, the sevens World Series. Uh, is basically a bunch of people traveling around the world playing games in different cities, which this current current situation means you cannot do. Um, unless you're going to take all the Sevens teams, put them in one location and say, right, guys, you're all living here for four months and we'll have three tournaments or four tournaments over that period, you're basically not going to get any Sevens tournaments. Um, we had a mini tournament over in uh, Australia. Oh, I've gone blank as the name of the place now. Um doesn't really well, matter yeah, what well yeah. be yeah. Sorry, K- it K- was K- the Oceania Sevens, yeah. Um, K- in, K- in Townsville, that's where it was. Uh, between Australia, New Zealand, uh, Fiji, and um, an Oceania team or Pacifica team. Um, so, um, the so, yes, yeah, so the uh, and uh, in that, the uh, the Fiji men won that one, and the uh, uh Black Ferns won the women's one. Um, so look. Uh, good preparation you got to say Blackfern's heading into as current world world uh hsbc world series champions heading into the uh rugby, heading into the olympic 7s as favorites but boy oh boy yeah Would do you really want to go um to me i would say no uh, look I, but then again look i'm not an athlete who's put the part the last 5 years of my life into this one event which is what they did, what they've done essentially, um, so it's, yeah, it's easy, look, for me to call, easy for me to say. Listen, I I think you also saw
2: the emotion of um, of the Black Ferns. Was it Niall Williams? I mm. I think it was um, sister of Sunny Bill Williams when she was uh, uh, ruled out of the, the squad uh, because of uh, of injury. You know, you you saw that raw emotion of uh, of a uh, of an injury curtailing her dream. Um, so it probably it probably shows you what it means uh, to a lot of these uh, a lot of these athletes. Um, probably what what did the weekend tell us in council? It probably told us that uh, yep, the Black Ferns are probably on, on on track to probably go all the way. But of course, we don't know what's happening with some of the other squads. And uh, once again, Fiji are, are going to be hard to knock over if they have to. Uh, Defend the, their title, but I know exactly where you're coming from, Paul. Uh, I, I, I think probably the Olympic, the Olympic Committee still want this to go ahead. We know all the reasons why, but I suspect there are uh, a lot of the locals in Japan. If they had it their way, they'd probably immediately put a cut to it right now.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so look, it's it's it is going ahead, uh, and uh, look, I don't. Uh, it's a very difficult decision for any athlete who wants to go. Uh, and, and whether they do or not to have put this much of your life and investment into this one event uh means that it's pretty, very difficult for them not to um not not to go uh, a lot I mean, look it's not only their it, it, it's their career it's who they are it's it's their entire being um uh, as we saw as you say with the uh, with williams when she got injured uh and the emotion that's come out of that why because look her entire a lot of uh, it's it's her professional life uh it's also a, 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 who is she she is a sevens rugby player that's what the, that, that, that's um now she's also a friend a daughter um a, a, a girlfriend wife whatever uh, etc those other things are part of her being but a lot of her, her she'll see herself as is that role um and look i put a congratulations out to um uh billy i've got black to his surname now um the the surfer who i interviewed last year Yes. uh and his selection for the olympics yeah congratulations well done well done to him um, but if personally in those shoes uh in in my life start my, my where i am in my life at the moment i would have said no but i say i'm in a very different place to where these people are uh i don't rate my myself my self vision or self-worth isn't around being a sports person um why well because i'm not good enough put bluntly uh, <laughs> partially but yeah um but there, there we go um the so where were we? Uh, all blacks, so yeah, Pacific Barbarians versus all blacks in three tests. Uh, look, we had the Pacific Warriors, um, but I think uh, a couple of and uh, I talked about this with I can't remember with with with, with Dwayne or with Junior, uh, during my uh interviews, uh, my long talks with the two of them. Um, the Bill well, basically, uh, Junior, probably, uh, Junior being the um. Uh, the predecessor of Dwayne Polio uh, as the um, Samoan scrum half, uh, and they liked the idea. But I, I got a funny feeling there was, a, there, was um, there was there was a feeling that uh, a bit like the bit like um, Britain, Ireland, uh, uh, Scotland, Wales quite often don't like being involved as Team GB on the idea that perhaps they'll they'll lose their identity and they'll lose their position. I think there was probably a, a feeling within Samoa and Tonga, maybe, maybe Fiji as well, that. Uh, uh, if they kept up with the Pacific the specific, uh, Warriors team, that they'd end up actually being at the Rugby World Cup as a Pacific Warriors team, they'd lose having a, Thomas, a Tongan or a, or a Samoan team. So I can understand why it died, uh, and I, I can understand why they're not... That's that's a direction they don't want to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Where are we now, then? Um, any other sort of comments about the All Blacks or... Um, or into or, or tests here I've got... I thought
2: I suppose mm-hmm. I, I suppose the interest uh the interest uh there's probably the potential for some new caps this weekend you know uh, a couple of players being being spoken about Finley Chris, Christie uh, and also um <clears throat> uh Quintipa, maybe uh, possible uh, uh debut debutantes on the on the weekend um being spoken of i I, I suspect that's probably the opportunity. If you're going to select these guys, um, at, at, at least uh, give them a game. But I'm also I'm also seeing maybe uh, a couple of guys who who were selected are, are probably going into this uh, little series between uh, Tonga and Fiji with injuries as well. Paul. Yep,
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and I'm sorry to say, short-term idea from COVID problems in retrospect about the uh, by brands Absolutely, but. It's amazing how these um, short-term ideas become full-time ideas if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. To see see the, the selection this coming weekend, um, and uh, I still think Philly Christie's Christie will, will be a one-cap person, and uh, we'll never get selected again. And it's and uh, it's been done purely so that Scotland don't cap him. But there you go. That's my personal point. Personal point of view. Um, the other, I look, other international games this weekend. Um, uh, the uh, we've got Wales uh, hosting Canada, uh, we've mentioned um, Ireland, Japan, England are hosting the USA as well, um, so a number of those games, the other game though that I think is of particular interest will be the Springboks versus Georgia mm. um, one of two games that they've got to play ahead of the British and Irish Lions test matches and also again the first time that the, uh, um, the, the Springboks have played since every World Cup final um, a bit like uh, as we said, Samoa haven't played since then until last weekend. Japan haven't played since then until last weekend. Tonga, I'm guessing, haven't played haven't played since then either. Uh, ahead of their play with the All Blacks. So uh, I'll be interested in that one. I'll be honest, I won't be getting up at 5am to watch that one, uh, but I think I'll be watching that one on replay. And that's 5am Saturday morning, folks. Um, a point that we forgot to talk about, or that I forgot to talk about, as far as New Zealand go, is that um, Ian Foster was only given a two-year contract, to Steve yeah, yeah,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, in, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it's 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 probably not. Uh, it's not a sign of huge confidence, shall we say, Paul? Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, for for me. It, it, I I actually agree with it. I actually I actually agree with the fact that he hasn't been given a a, a full term because then it. Boy, on on, on saying on saying that, so it ends basically ends this year, but it still gives the opportunity for whoever's coming in the two two years before the World Cup. And before we all laugh, uh, don't forget uh, when uh, Rusty Erasmus took over that South African that South African team. He, I think, he probably only uh, took over that South African team two years before the Rugby World Cup.
0: He did, yeah, and he broke the mold. Uh, before that, uh, we, we we saw. Uh, teams who had been put together and been together for a long time, uh, quite often had lost or had struggled in the World Cup and then come back. I think about the uh, the um, uh, the All Blacks, for example, in 2011. Uh, obviously, they were coming back off a, a bad experience in the previous one. Um, if you think about England in 2003, again, uh, they'd been together for a long time, as had South Africa in uh, 2007. Um, I think what my numbers right there. Um, so yeah, he broke the mold from that point of view. Um, Simon says a two-year contract is too long for Foster. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> what has he got this year? He's got obviously the uh, Tonga and Fiji twice in this window. Then he'll have the Rugby Championship, um, followed by some November, uh, some November tests or spring tests, a twin test overseas tour um, as well. What do you think he needs to have to do to get another two years? And it helps you haven't muted i know you missed yourself the dog but so we'll, we'll listen to the dog so we can hear your hear your comments Stephen. unmute you need to unmute yourself you've muted yourself stephen please unmute yeah sorry about that um yeah,
2: that, yeah i i think if if you think of um foster i don't think he's had the overall i don't think he's had the overall support um from the public even when he even when he got this job and i think a lot of that's got to do that he the fact that he was part of the hands the hanson regime and uh, i think people just wanted a, a a complete change so i don't think he's ever had the full support so i was a, real, a little bit surprised when he when he actually got yeah. the got the job
0: anyway also yeah but i mean also he didn't have a, a, a very successful time with um uh with the chiefs either uh he didn't so he didn't have any titles to bring in but he spent eight years with the All Blacks, and you're kind of like, Well, he's a different guy It's the guy who was coaching before that. Um, the um uh but um Aaron says, Yeah, Foster has to win all the games, uh be the men in which they are won, that are important. Look, clearly, he has to be if he loses to Tonga or Fiji in the next three games, he's got to go, surely. I and mean, he mm-hmm. so so these next three games we must win. Mm. Come yeah, come to you- the Rugby Championship. Um, uh, it's, and I think you've got to say you'd expect he's um, so winning uh, what, two games against Argentina two against Australia you'd be looking to win those um, but against the Rugby World Cup champions South Africa the Springboks depending on how they've come out of the british Irish Lions series um, I think you'd be allowed to lose at least but he has to win at least one of those um, and then I think he needs an undefeated tour to Europe mm. as well um, so maybe yeah. one loss is allowed this year
2: yeah. Oh, they listen, they've got a big big program they've got a big program ahead of them. So uh um I think it was I think it was really important that he also brought brought some new players into 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 the fray. I think some of that's probably happened because of injury. So yeah, it'll it'll be definitely interesting to see where this uh the journey of Ian Foster goes. I I I can't say I'm a fan, uh to be brutally honest. I'm I was more of a Scott Robertson fan, but hey, we'll just w- we'll wait and see. And like anything in life, it's intended to be corrected.
0: Uh, someone says, "When's Warren Gatland available for the All Blacks?" Well, <laughs> if the Chiefs release him straight away after the uh, the Lions, British Isles Lions, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yes, it'll be uh, it'll be, uh, uh, be 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 interesting. Um, yeah, Aris says if he loses to Fiji uh, to Thomas or Fiji, he won't be coaching for the Rugby Championship. Ooh, that's a big fall, thing. Um, <laughs> I think
2: I think there might be some truth to it. To be
0: honest, uh, we'll see. Um, the uh, the uh, oh, oh yes, and there is there is also Simon Yeah, uh, there's also a pre uh, pre European game in Las Vegas at uh, Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. Um, as well I think, is, uh, I think there's, other things. There's, there's news, there's plans at least for another game uh, some, some something around there as well um, the, so players heading overseas we should uh, have a quick um, uh, Vince Arso uh, and Lashlan Lach- Bashir are the two um, from this week or the two big names from this week that have announced they're heading overseas um, now with uh, Lamapi and Arso going um, a couple of years ago When they were joint top twice top high top twice scorers in Super Rugby, you could see them being the actual the All Blacks uh, centre combination, and now they've gone.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Crazy how uh, how time um, sort of uh, moves on. I think they've also signed um, one of the former Hurricanes locks as well. I think he's he's gone to the same club. I just forget forget the guy's name. Um, They signed about three three players that
0: particular Japanese club. But, um, yeah, so Bashir heading over to the Yeah, he says no hard feelings, um, as he goes. Uh, and um, I know that, that there were lots of calls for him to be part of the uh All Blacks um squad this year, but in all honesty, uh, with Sam Kane and Arnie Severo ahead of him, I, I can't see him being a, a many all black, a many cap All Black. Now, Mark Abbott was the uh, the locker talk, yeah. yes, yes, um, but uh, he's not going from New Zealand, he's 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 uh, already. Uh, overseas um but yeah as far as Boshir goes unless he wanted to be a map Todd um and uh, be around and eventually get a couple of caps in uh in about eight years time um I think heading overseas is 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 not a bad move for for Boschier. he can always come back a bit like I mean Kano came back didn't he mm. um after a couple of years uh and, uh and and try and restate a claim uh so look why not in all honesty uh, he's not going to be part of the, of the 2023 rugby world cup plans uh i say with with sam kane and aldi surveyor there already um for my mind so um yeah uh no no I, i'm i'm no big loss there i think um the the vince also one i think is more interesting he never really got an opportunity uh he did get called up into the all blacks but uh, broke a wrist or something um and so got injured, so wasn't selected. But yeah, a player that I think, even at the Hurricanes, hasn't had the after that breakout season, hasn't really had the opportunities. It's been played on the wing too often. Um. So yeah, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit of a shame did, that Insarto perhaps hasn't hasn't uh, uh, reached the reached the potential that we saw. Did us Did us all play a game for the Olympics? No, he got into the squad, but then injured his wrist, so didn't actually play. Well, that's that's probably not a not a bad thing. I would
2: imagine with a, with a bit of luck, he'd be. I would imagine Aslaw is uh, is either someone or, or Tongan.
0: No. Uh, well, he's born in Auckland.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, notable relatives: uh, Akiri and Rico Wania are his cousins. Someone, please, some um, he's someone. So that
2: means at some stage he might be available for Samoa. So with a bit of luck, we might, we might see him in the 2023. Uh, we'll, we'll cut playing for Samoa. Or then again, if he serves as residency, maybe running around in a brave Blossoms jersey, uh, uh, at some stage in the future, Paul.
0: Well, at 26, and it's what, well, it's now a five year, he'd be 31. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, doing it by residency is probably a bit, a, a bit of a long, a long shot. Uh, I guess it depends on when his parents or when his um, or grandparents um, emigrated to New Zealand. Uh, but yeah, you got to say that um, he is uh, potentially available for Samoa. I don't believe, yeah, he played under twenties, which doesn't lock you in. I don't believe he's played sevens. Um, so, uh, so yeah, two two caps of the, the uh, Barbarians though. So maybe that locks him into the Barbarians. Yeah, yeah. Um and, and, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe
2: maybe go and play in his given tournament. I'll Malakai Fikatoa. No, 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 I don't think he's yeah, you know, I say
0: I, I don't think he's um he's 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 locked to any country. So yeah, no, he could play for Samoa, assuming that he's eligible via parents or grandparents. So yeah. Um uh, he played for the under twenties team of New Zealand Sevens. Uh, well, he's played, I don't think he's played. Well, according to Wikipedia, I don't see him having played uh, um, Sevens, sevens uh, New Zealand um, Sevens, or, or Black Sevens. Um, he played under twenties though, which uh, which, which under twenties doesn't doesn't lock you in. Um, so I think yeah, I think he's and I good.
2: I think Patrick Osborne has played for Fiji as well.
0: The um... ooh. I have a quick, come um, again, the uh, ooh, rugby union player. Here we go. And yes, he's got six cups of Fiji back in 2016. Yeah. So, yes, he yeah. has played for Fiji. Um, the uh, 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 and he's currently over in Japan playing for um, Kubato um, Spears. Mm. There we go, that's where he is. Um, so science is understanding under 20s, you can be locked um, if you, depends on who you play. Yeah, no, I think that was historically, but New Zealand have never used their under 20s as a second team. So therefore, you know, you're locked in by playing for New Zealand under 20s. 20s. Um, but they did use the New Zealand Maori as their second team, is their official second side. Yeah. Um, from that point. So if you play for the New Zealand Maori, then you become locked in to uh, to New Zealand. Um, so, yeah, so uh, uh, the yeah, a shame I say, the shame I think so there could have got more opportunities. Um, we've talked about sevens. Um, we could talk about club rugby, but we've already hit the hour mark this evening. Yep. So, yep. um, the yep. only comment we... I'll make is that in Thames Valley, we have hit uh, finals time. So, the quarterfinals will be this weekend. Um, wow, the club season's nearly over. Oh,
2: <laughs> upon us. I'll, I'll also quickly mention uh, in Northland, it's the uh, uh, final round before they uh, hit uh, semi-finals. Of course, uh, um, yeah, it's 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 all it's all happening. I think there's another round round to go this this weekend. Then I think there's quarterfinals, then semi-finals, and of course the finals. We're going to be at in North Harbour. They've got quarterfinals weekend um, in Auckland Club Rugby. I think there's still another two rounds to go, and in Counties Monaco Rugby, just the uh, final round. One of the disappointing features of um, Club Rugby in the Blues area, though, Paul, uh, four games, four defaulted games, that's a real issue. Uh, two defaulted games in the North Harbour, one in Northland, and, of course, one in Auckland. No doubt in one of our later shows or maybe towards the end of the season, maybe we'll dig a little bit deeper uh, in, into that. So, yeah, uh, Maybe uh, just uh, some of the stuff that's happening at club club level in uh, New Zealand rugby just starting to bite.
0: Yeah, um, in uh, terms of value, he did have a game uh, cancelled in the, 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 in the Bees level, um, but that was because a player got injured had to be flown to hospital and they ran out of time because of the number of times for that one. So I hope we wish him the best in his recovery uh, for the Coromandel player there. Um, so, uh, but yes, it's, um, uh, yeah, so uh, th- thankfully here we've uh, managed to uh, not have too many games postponed. Uh, I mean, a couple have been through injuries to players, and also uh, with the overlap of touch rugby, um, that that caused some issues at the beginning of the season, uh, which normally doesn't. But obviously, COVID unfortunately hindered that season. So uh, the knock-on effect of that uh, that kind of stuff. Um, Stephen, absolute pleasure to have you again. Oh, we should also mention um, actually uh, Ben Smith on his Blazer game last weekend. Mm. Uh, turning out for Club Rugby, so for his 50th appearance. So congratulations to him uh, and good to see him back in Club Rugby. Yeah, yeah. Credit, credit to his club for, in Japan for releasing him as well. yep absolutely. Um, thank you, Stephen. And don't forget, folks, um, post-match reactions to the um, New Zealand Tonga game uh, will also probably uh, have the post-match reaction to the Mario All Black Samoa game. Drawing that, I don't think I'll do it between the two games. Um, we'll have to see see what the window is there. Also, post-match reaction to the uh, Emirates Lions versus the British and Irish Lions um, as well coming up this weekend. Also, m- Sunday evening at 8pm, we'll try and review the uh, international rugby that we've seen and uh, bring up speed with all of that um, before we have the uh, Driving More show next weekend. Well, we'll look forward more than backwards in there. Stephen has gone all dark, uh, so hopefully his car <laughs> battery hasn't died. Uh, thank you, folks, <laughs> and uh, have a great week.